Well, I bet this is going to be an interesting story to cover. Vince McMahon, the chairman of WWE, is under an investigation from the board of the company. We'll talk about all the details that we actually know, and then we'll speculate. You know, we're going to have civil discourse about a story that I am certain no one will have a biased preferential take on whatsoever. That's right. Civil discourse in wrestling media. Give it a shot. Let's see if we can do that. Plus, news about Tony Khan right there with his uh, rose-colored sunglasses trying to make the AEW New Japan show a, a annual attraction. Can it live up to the lofty expectations of dream matches floating through the heads of wrestling fans? Tyson Fury, one of the biggest stars in boxing, is already talking about having some major bouts with one of the biggest stars in wrestling and film, The Rock, and, oh, yeah. Mike Tyson, plus Matt Hardy in the fallout of his brother being arrested for a DUI and suspended by AEW. He is still set for a major event. And Sasha Banks recently underwent some laser eye surgery. Wow, what a full spectrum of stories to cover today on Sports Keto Wrestling's Top Story of the Day. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, whatever. Whatever, let's just get to it. Um, <laughs> watch I, out, damn it, watch out. Yes, I'm Kev Kellum. That is Jose G, and that is Jeremy in Nebraska, if you ask you. Uh, a story that really just uh, re- recalibrated our entire day at sportskeeda.com really and across, really uh, I would say, most of the media world, including the financial media world, which is where this story broke. Wall Street Journal reporting uh, on this story, which is quite shocking, just reading the headline by itself. Vince McMahon under investigation by the WWE Board of Directors. They tweeted this out uh, just in the last uh, hour and a half or so. WWE's board is investigating a, a, a reported secret $3 million settlement with a longtime CEO, Vince McMahon, and a former employee with whom he is uh, believed to have had an alleged affair that was consensual, according to documents and people familiar with the story. Uh, now, more details coming out of this from PWI Insider, who, who have also looked into the story a little bit. And, and it, it doesn't look particularly good uh, for, for any of the parties really involved as we kind of find out more about this. Uh, a non-disclosure agreement was signed reportedly for millions of dollars. Uh, and this relationship was consensual, according to WWE lawyer uh, Jerry McDivitt, who has represented WWE in a lot of different legal matters in the past, you know, 30 years or so. Uh, so there's that. Uh, the story didn't come out from the source because obviously they would be breaking their NDA, but it came out from a friend of the source with them saying in an email to the board uh, the alleged that McMahon gave her like a toy to Mr. Laurinaitis. So John Laurinaitis, head of talent relations, is, is dragged into the story as well. Uh, and uh, so she was so scared, she quit after uh, lawyer Jerry, lawyer Jerry, just the phrasing of that is so informal, uh, paid her millions of dollars to shut up. The initial email uh, started, uh, Jerry, the Jerry in reference, of course, here is believed to be Jerry McDevitt. Uh, I don't know what other Jerry they would be talking about there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is a, a pretty crazy story. It's also worth noting that no money, according to Jerry McDevitt, from the company was used for this. So this is private money that was used for an apparent, I believe, to be private matter. Hush uh, money. Hush money. Yes. Yeah, fine. Hush money. Now, I guess the only the only positive you can see from this story right now on the surface, because mind you, this is such a raw story. There's still so much about this that we don't know. Uh, and Jerry McDevitt and only a WWE spokesman are only partially going on the record about it. And Vince McMahon himself hasn't said anything. John Laurinaitis hasn't said anything about it. Another part of this is that they're looking into other um, other possible NDAs that have been signed by different people with different things. Various forms of what they would say harassment or of various forms of just, hey, 
misconduct. And misconduct can be a wide spectrum of things that are very, very bad or just simply like, this person said something shitty to me. I know they're in power and I'm going to sue them. There's a lot there. So I don't want to get into what those could be because we simply just don't know what they are. You know, we don't know what they are. Uh, so uh, this is like, I would say very similar to the situation with Arnold Schwarzenegger a few years ago, uh, where you had him uh, as the governor of California and a massive movie star, you know, having a relationship, a consensual one outside of his marriage. And that one having to be dealt with legally and done in secret and influencing, you know, the, the, well, on the surface, the end of his marriage. So uh, the whole thing about here is, is pretty alarming, pretty crazy. Uh, this follows up, uh, what, just about a month, month ago, Stephanie Mann, Vince's daughter, who was with the company for a very long time and in a high-level position, taking a hiatus and a leave of absence, believing that she will return to the company at some point. And widespread uh, speculation across the board that Nick Khan, who is a fast-rising executive in the company and has steered the ship for WWE to get multi-billion dollar deals with television parties, uh, could be assuming the role of the company. And, and this is just all an exit plan. Well, this uh, someone uh, someone definitely wanted to go for the head here uh, on this story. So, gentlemen, let's try and be peaceful about it. Right? Oh, absolutely. I think I think the first thing you need to look at here, um, and if you've been following WWE and Vince McMahon for the last thirty plus years, this isn't something that's out of character. This isn't something that's actually very surprising to me. These guys are billionaires, and who's that guy that said it? Uh, uh, George Carlin. He said. There's a whole group of people. Uh, there's a club, and you ain't part of it. And Vince McMahon is part of that club, and apparently John Laurinaitis is part of that club. If you guys read that report, it's a little eyebrow-raising. Um, again, these are allegations. These are not uh, confirmed things that happen. Uh, but, yeah, man, I think to your point, Kevin, I think they are gunning for the head of the snake. And this almost looks, if you're looking at the outside, uh, it, it almost looks like a coup d'etat on the company. Yeah, to be honest, it's interesting. Like a friend of mine had a take. He was like, he's wondering if, you know, this is pure speculation, but he's like, he's wondering if this was internally done, internally planned to get leaked. I mean, you're going for the Wall Street Journal of all things. You're not going for Fightful. You're not going for no, Bleacher you're Report. Going to, you're going no, to the you're, financial sector. You're going, <clears throat> you're going to the business. Yeah, because if you can things. alarm the investors, the investors will sell, the, the stock will plummet and, uh, he can get liquidated. And so he gets, I mean, and he and he, he gets voted out by the board of directors. Yeah, that's not, it, it. It smells like a coup d'état. I'm not in the business world. Mm. I don't know how that works. Um, maybe David from the Barclay Center, who does participate in that world a little bit, can tell us a little bit about that. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. This is this is. I mean, first you got Stephanie. Now you got this coming out. This yeah. is all very alarming stuff. Yeah, and and uh, you know, and Shane getting you know was pushed out too. But yeah, you know, and that was claimed to be he was trying to take too much liberty uh, in booking but i mean it's all really now kind of the dominoes are falling in place ever since january to be honest with you to be honest with you there's a couple of things that are certain in life death and taxes and vince mcmahon not going down with the fight yeah right yeah vince always wins right uh so absolutely boy i don't know uh if you're i did Vegas, see you bet on it you always bet on mcmahon I did. I did see. Uh, I did see Max Caster licking his chops on Twitter. So tonight's dynamite might uh, be a little spicy. 
Oh, are you telling me someone's going to use this for, for a, oh, a cheap yeah. joke? What? Oh, what yeah. You, what? Oh, come on. Oh, Max what? Caster. Max oh, Caster. Oh, my God. Are you telling me silent. that AEW is going to use this for a cheap joke to distract you from the recent scandal they had with one of their biggest names? Oh, oh no. Yeah. They wouldn't do that at all. Come on. No. Oh, that's, man. That's Guys, if you're just tuning in, we have 200 viewers right now. So go ahead and smash that like button. Show us some love. And we appreciate all you guys. We are. Uh, we are growing. We have more than 30,300 subscribers on our YouTube. So we appreciate you guys for showing all the love. And make sure you also get the podcast version because we're available on all the podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else. Yeah, I mean, that comment you just posted up there about Triple H and Stephanie, it's like, well, now you got to investigate. Did they have any part in any of that? Uh, when did this happen? I mean, here's yeah. the thing, Jeremy. Like, who knows? There's so much to this that's so raw. And specifically gonna, the way that I want to know the way the I have a scenario because here's the problem with this. The problem, the blowback from this is, is there's a million different directions this this can go, right? Uh the the I guess the only positive you can take, and, I, and Jerry McDevitt, though he is a lawyer, when he tends to put something out in the public, he tends to be very clear and obvious about it. This is a guy who beat the federal government for WWE. He, he's not he's not a slouch. This isn't, and, and, and he does anything. They, the biggest case he lost was just them saying, Hey, do you want to be in court with the World Wildlife Federation for decades, or you just want to change your name? You know, like, like that's that's the biggest. The, there's other legal things that they've settled and different stuff like that. How serious is this? There's still so much we don't know about it. Him saying that it's consensual, him saying that Vince paid his own money. There's a lot of transparency about this, even at the rawest level right now. That doesn't absolve Vince of guilt. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying he's guilty either. I don't think. The rushing to a judgment here is odd. How far back mm-hmm. this goes? There's still so much about this that isn't exactly. known. So I think I think getting to this point, well, this happened, this happened. Like we can speculate, but we can really only look at what's on the page and what we know here. The thing that is gonna that I think is the most alarming is how did someone who knew this find out about it? If there's an NDA, and what is the blowback on that person, and how public mm-hmm. is that person going to become now in this? Uh, and 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 how is that? How is this played out? Does this reach to a disgruntled party, and then you have something where you're talking about a coup d'état? You're talking about somebody trying to use actual actual meta- metaphorical bullets to you know fire in a direction. And I'm not mm-hmm. doing that insensitively. I'm doing it in the sense of like corporate hostile moves here. Uh, yeah. And and if you want to go for something, yeah. You know, uh, it's also worth saying, you know, this is a man who's in his 70s. Was he how long was he going to stay with the company? Obviously, until his dying breath, he created it. Right. Uh, so there's a lot to be seen here. Uh, and I know there's a lot of people joining us uh, with their takes and everything like that. I'm surprised and I'm thankful how civil everyone is about this, because on Twitter, people are losing their minds saying like like they're just chasing Frank Frankenstein up the mountain, you know. Uh, so, and, and I, I do get it. It doesn't look great. This looks very, very bad for everyone involved. Yeah. Well, when you, um, if, you if, if this is true and you're giving her a raise to be quiet and then, yeah. then she quits. And the thing is that she's, she's un- agreeing to it or whoever that person is. And then she quits because she's uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. But then, um, I mean, some, yeah. someone, who, someone who knows a little bit uh, about there, this, there, the there's a lot of conflict world. there. There's a yeah. lot of conflict there. There is. Uh, and, and there is. There's but a lot. Wall Street Journal there. wouldn't publish it without proof. So no, exactly. No, 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 no. Because exactly. then you're then exactly. you're putting you're putting yourself in a, a another. They're getting themselves into a legal. Yeah, situation. like I said, this ain't no rinky dink operation breaking this news. So no, no, no. I mean, no. And, and we got comments like this, like David Barclays pointed it out. This isn't exactly Dennis Kozlowski 
uh, scenario would not expect to see Vince get chased out of this chairman role because of this might force him to be more hidden for a minute. So sure. That could be something, something where they, they just kind of like have him take a leave of absence. But I, again, like I said, at the beginning of the show, just sitting back and looking at everything that's been happening over the last few months, it smells like a coup d'etat. I have no proof. I'm only speculating, but it smells like a coup d'etat to me. Yeah, that's but what a buddy here's of mine another exactly interesting factor. We're, we're talking about the money. We're talking about, you know, a money here is being played at the point here. You look at the WWE stock price. It's up 18% today. The stock opened at 60, it, it <laughs> opened up at 65 today. It's gone up in the past few hours. Yeah, this it's came out after the stock closed, though. True. So, hmm. we'll, we'll see what happens in the next hour or so with this. Market thing. already closed when this broke. Yeah, they're probably, yeah it'll so, probably dump tomorrow morning at 9. Yes. Yeah, so uh, uh, according, like to, according to Morgan Stanley analyst Ben Schwiburn, raised price target of WWE stock from $60 to $75. So this could even go up higher. Is this good news for WWE stock price? Like, is is, uh, is can this be seen as a positive in some way? like i i I just don't know where where that number would go up also i don't know why it would even i mean obviously it's gonna the the stock price is gonna respond to this right there's gonna be some people that are gonna spend their money in a different way or maybe they want to double down and say all right if we think think the company's changing we want to have a bigger piece of it yeah as david said there the stock's already been down in in after hours trading so okay so then then it is going down yeah I'm, i'm basing this on a story that came up like Two hours ago. So you have the stock flying all over the place. Last time I looked on Google, yeah. it was near 68. Yeah, because so, it was, I'm, yeah, market closes at three central. So this is, this broke after that. Yeah. Mm. Be, and and uh, it'll be interesting what that stock price is tomorrow. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah, close today at $67.18. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out here and, and what happens with it and how long WWE kind of waits to make a more elaborated statement and put stuff out. If Vince makes an elaborated statement, if he leaves the company, all these different things, I think if he does leave the company, that, that's, that's not good. I don't, I, don't I mean, think if you guys, positive thing. if you guys just pay attention to the, the, the first opening hour after the bell and look at that stock, just pay attention to that stock. That first hour, if it drops yeah. more than 10%, you know, some shit is happening. I'm just saying, yeah. I'm just yep. saying because the, the the anyone who's a holder, a shareholder, is going to be paying attention to this. Especially well, especially <clears throat> especially because the stock has been trending up over the past year. Where I mean, obviously, it took a tank after it reached its high point in uh, 2019, and that's but, that's the pandemic <clears throat> though. The whole market went down. Yeah, but then you look at uh, 2022 as a whole, start of the year, or or even just go 12 months, and it's been steadily climbing. It's been climbing from like the 50s now into near 70s territory. So it's been steadily climbing. So now if you see a sharp decline, ooh, you know the shit hit the fan. It'll be interesting. Uh, I mean, this is such a massive story. Obviously, we've covered it for a big chunk of the show. We will have more details. <clears throat> we'll go live and break if we get anything more, especially a more elaborated statement from WWE about it. Let's jump into the, the other side of the wrestling coin. Uh, AEW had a tough week already with Jeff Hardy being arrested this past weekend and, and the fallout from that. Also, expectations still high, but are 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 they... Are they still as high as AEW would like them to be? Because it's been affected here with CM Punk being injured. How did that affect the upcoming super card they were going to have here with New Japan Pro Wrestling? No matter what, always in promotion mode, AEW president Tony Khan went on the record with Busted Open Radio in his his, uh, resident segment there this week, saying that he'd like the show to be an annual feature from the company. And he would like to be able to have an annual super show with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So, interesting uh, and here's the thing, the, the closer we get to the show coming up and I'm going to it, I'm looking forward to, it. I think it's going to be a very, very good show. 
Um, and there's a lot of concern that this show has some expectations that might be hard to meet just because dream match, dream match. All I hear is dream match on the show. And it seems politically really hard to pull that off. If you're one side or the other, do we want to be the promotion on the losing side of this thing? Even though obviously we're both getting well, some highlight <clears throat> on the show. You know, Tony a said lot, it a lot to live up to. Tony said it in himself. This, uh, you know, all this came out from an interview with, uh, with comic book here. And uh, he mentioned he's worked with Gato on very closely over the past year on who to book, how to go over uh, and everything. So they've already had this. This ain't a brand new relationship. This ain't a brand new partnership. They have been uh, collaborating on matches for a year now. So this has already kind of already been in place. And now it's just going to be on a big stage of a pay-per-view. And of course, obviously, if it goes off really well, if buy rate is very high, they're going to look at making this annual, much like when New Japan would come to Ring of Honor on a yearly basis on a different scale. But they would always have the, uh, I think it was called Global Wars, maybe, or or something like that when New Japan was involved. A lot of times there, though, New Japan just just destroyed Ring of Honor on almost every match. But this will be a lot more even. It'll probably be more 50-50. Um, but it'll be interesting to play, see how it plays out, see how successful it is. Uh, but I tell you what, with the talent involved and the way matches are produced and how exciting the matches have been for AEW and for New Japan Pro Wrestling, I, you know, I, I don't doubt that this is going to go off uh, with uh, successfully. It's one thing mm-hmm. to be to, to want to have a yearly event, and that's great to have aspirations. But why don't you wait to have the event before planning for your next one? Because you don't know how this event's going to go. <clears throat> we all have these dream matches that we all want to see but we may not get keep that in mind. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to want to see a Daniel Bryan versus Zack Sabre Jr. We're going to want to see an Okada versus Hangman page or Hangman page versus Jay White, but we may not get those matches. He never, and he never said this is a guarantee. The word is, his exact quote is exact quote is I'm hoping that's what it'll become. So he's not saying, yeah, we're going for this or he's he's just saying he's hoping. So he's not, yeah, he's not putting the cart before the horse here. He's just, Kind of hoping like we all are because uh, we, we think this is going to be a good show. Exactly. I think it's going to be a good show. My worry is it isn't a great show. And the problem is, I think if it's anything less than great, you're going to have a lot more people talking about that. The, the, the expectations on this are extremely high, extremely high. Like, like this is wrestling nerd heaven and you got to give me heaven. And, and, and I mean that in the right way. This thing was sold a 10 star on... match. <laughs> yes. Melter's going to break out the first seven star. Here we go. Yeah, but I mean, like, if it isn't any of that, can't say the expectations are met. You know what I mean? Uh, and this is the problem when you... No, I mean this in a good way. When you have brands like that that are known as such a stake-driven brand, you're getting such nutritious, great bell-to-bell action with all these dream matches that have been built up to. Hiroshi Tanahashi and John Moxley, that's the match. Beyond that, what are we looking at? Sean you know Ross what I mean? Sapp- and that, that's that's what I'm saying. I was like, you cannot tell me that this show has a one-match card on it because I just don't think that – and I'm going. I'm going to have a great time. I, uh, I don't expect this show to be a bad show, but it, it has to be like a WrestleMania-level show, and I'm not feeling that hype right now. 
Uh, breaking news from Fightful Select, uh, some more information regarding the Vince McMahon, John Laurinaitis investigation. Uh, WWA has made their staff aware of the article and issued an internal email to many of their staff saying the Wall Street Journal has published a report about WWE with allegations and that we and our board of directors take seriously. We are cooperating fully with the independent investigation initiated by our board of directors. So the board of directors initiated this investigation. Uh, WWE has not responded to inquiries from Fightful Select. Uh, sources that they have spoken to have indicated that the relationship between Vince McMahon and the paralegal that was suspected by many in the company and indicated that she was given a su substantial promotion around April of 2021. So that is the time frame of when this happened. And that was the time when they did a lot of WWE cuts as well, which really uh, is interesting because uh, they gave her a raise to keep her quiet, yet they cut wrestlers because of budgetary reasons. Uh, they were told specifically that she was promoted from John Laurinaitis' assistant to director uh, to a director role that spring. Uh, there hasn't been much mention regarding the investigation uh, about uh, Stephanie's departure and Nick Khan taking over her duties, so that may actually be apples and oranges. Nothing exactly uh, there um, to say about that exactly yet. Um, it says, uh, for those asking if the absence is tied or if she had knowledge of it, she's on the company aboard and would have been made aware of the investigation, as would have Triple H and Nick Khan. The immediate speculation is someone in the company internally and intentionally leaked the information. Mm. Uh, let's see if there's anything else here. That is, uh, I think uh, that's going to be the the gist uh some sources expect john laurinitis is going to be replaced before it's all said and done and be the fall guy in this situation Ooh. one former office employee spoke to fightful select saying that this will be a domino effect and believe vince will fight hard to stay but does not see a situation where laurinitis does not resign all right so i just want to wish uh john laurinitis uh, have a <laughs> I wish I wish you the best in your future endeavors. I uh I wish myself the best and remember uh, we said we were gonna be civil in these future <laughs> endeavors. You know, I uh I did not inhale, but uh you know, these things happen and just like my favorite TV show of the eighties, I'll be the fall guy. Oh come on! It was a fall. I thought the fall guy was in the seventies show, wasn't it? No, I was. I think it was eighties. I was alive during it, so it was eighties. I was barely alive in the. I was barely alive. All right, so if Johnny Laurinaitis is out, let's just let's just go with that. Thank you once again. Tip. Can we just tip the proverbial cap? I'm putting a hat on, just to tip it. Just, yeah, he, let's just he, tip the he, cap. He, he put that shit out quick, man. Yeah, he had to. Um, and and, and you guys are losing your minds. The, the amount media. of texts that I've gotten today from people asking me about this and also i got i got texts from industry people asking me what i knew about it and i, and I don't know more than what's out there already by the way so please <laughs> i don't need those <laughs> uh i don't need a blast like hey who, who's getting released and i was like i don't know <laughs> like don't don't ask me that um so here's the thing if laurinitis is out i i don't see a scenario if everything that jerry mcdevitt put out consensual relationship obviously not great married guy right that's a whole other. That's a completely personal that's battle. That, that's a different battle. Vince has to fight. completely different battle. Completely different battle. I did and, not have and, uh, sexual and also, relations 
but that woman. I didn't oh. inhale. We're not talking about smoking weed, Vince. Yes. Also, we don't know what people's marriages are like. There's a lot of people I know that have marriages where that is not a problem. Okay. Swing, swing. So when you're that, a billionaire, it, it don't matter, bro. When swing, swing, it swing. Don't matter. Exactly. Uh, let me. I've worked. I've worked I in bet media you, for. I bet you he's got a one of those golden pineapples that he puts on on a Friday night or or on a. Saturday. Oh, <laughs> he's a lifestyle. Are, are he's we are we gonna get a line? Are we gonna get a line for Max Caster mentioning John Laurinaitis as Vince McMahon's tag team partner? Oh, oh something like that. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, Let's so, move on to uh, our next hey, one, guys. Hey, I'm ready for the hot tag, Vince. No, st- what, well, I said Stop. we were gonna be civil. All right, Stop. T- I'm the comedian. I didn't even go for the cheap stuff. Uh, so, uh, but before we jump into the Fury story, what happens if Laurenitis is out? That's a head of talent relations. Well, he's head of talent relations. Yeah, position. That's somebody that deals with talent. Uh, it, it, what's going on here? I could see Triple H stepping in. I was role. just about to say that. I was yeah. just about to say Triple H takes that position. I think he would be perfect for that role based on what he did to build NXT. That guy would be perfect. Uh, you know, you obviously you had, you know, some of your more famous guys to do that role are, are Jim Ross, who did it tremendously in the 90s and early 2000s. I think Triple H should be the guy for that role. Uh, let's jump into this Tyson Fury story. Tyson Fury, the, one of the largest stars in boxing, if not the biggest star in the sport, uh, the heavyweight champion of the game and a box office sensation in his own right at pay-per-view, is really stirring the pot. Now, he jumped into the wrestling game with WWE a while back at, at a major card in Saudi Arabia having a match that I that I actually didn't think was that bad. I know some people thought it was bad that he was involved in a match, but he you know, went out and they did mm-hmm. the right thing. They booked the right Gaga match for him to look okay. And there's been a lot of speculation of him being a part of the upcoming uh, Clash of the Castle show at the beginning of September for WWE in the UK in Wales. Of course, he's a major uh, attraction there. Now he's going on the record saying he would love to have a match, not with Drew McIntyre, who wants this match with him, but with The Rock, which is crazy. And then on top of that, keeping his foot hot in the boxing game, Mike Tyson getting back into the game well, uh, well, recently and with little, exhibition, pay-per-view not, exhibition yeah, fights. Not not re- so, these aren't these aren't wrestling matches that Tyson Fury's talking about. These are your Triller exhibition boxing matches. Yes. So he just basically outed Triller for being fake like we always knew anyways. So these are going to be like your sports entertainment boxing matches. So we'd like to have a sports entertainment boxing match with The Rock or a sports entertainment boxing match with Mike Tyson, who's done those uh, type of the, matches recently. Now, I need I, to know, I did he Mike use the that. word exhibition? Because, Jose, you follow the boxing games. Yeah. And I have, I, I, as you know, I have friends that are very vetted in that, in that industry. And they told me whenever the word exhibition is used frequently, use that as your out. They, they will put the name versus the name. But if exhibition is in the fine print of a pay-per-view, that is usually the out for saying, mm. like, hey, this is going to be a legitimate fight. But this isn't going to be a title fight, and this is yeah. going to be a fight with very augmented rules in a very specific way, as most of these celebrity fights that we've been getting in the past years. Which, mind yeah. you, sorry for the guys in the game with the real glove skills. These are the real attractions in the sport right yeah. now. And Tyson Fury now, said it. He said it directly in the uh, in the interview. He goes, "I'm going to take some exhibition matches, some not some not real fights that are purely entertainment. This is not professional boxing. This is pure entertainment. Nothing more, nothing less. So he's basically Funny. just said, yeah, you know, you're, hey, you're, listen, in, the business, you're in the business of fighting, you know, there's there, 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 there is a fan base for it. And I'll tell you, 
that if Triller can get onto the storyline uh, aspect of it and utilize storyline with the boxers, yeah. they can really have something going on there. But uh, this will be interesting. I'm, I, for one, would be more prone to watch a Mike Tyson be in this against Tyson Fury as opposed to see The Rock. You know, Mike Tyson's a legend inside the inside the boxing ring. I'd be more prone to watching that. The Rock has nothing to prove inside a boxing ring. He's never boxed a day in his life. He ain't, uh, gonna, but, he ain't gonna do it. But he, he ain't no. gonna do it. No, he, especially not against Tyson Fury. But I could see Mike Tyson and Tyson Fury going at it. That'd be that'd be an interesting pro because the Tyson versus Tyson. So I don't know, but yeah, I think that'll be cool. Has that bubble popped yet, though? I mean, they had that thing where they replaced. Uh, I can't remember who they replaced, but they replaced him with Holyfield, and it was a train wreck. Yeah, didn't. And it's like, is this bubble popping? Is but yeah, Tyson Fury's talking like it hasn't. Listen, when you got guys like Jake Paul, Logan Paul, making promoting uh, for this and making millions and millions of dollars, more millions than MMA fighters and even pro- professional boxers through this thriller platform, psh, they're doing something right. I just yeah. thought that Holyfield ending might have killed it, but I guess not. Yeah. No, it I didn't. Guess not. <laughs> I guess not. It didn't. Because the idea is you want casual people to buy the fight, you know? Exactly. And, yeah, well, that was the thing. Like casual people bought there. a fight expecting something to happen. And that Holyfield, was one fight. Yeah, they're, not, they had, they're not the draw that oof. a Logan Paul is. But you, you know spend $60, $70 on a fight and it ends like that. That, that's a good way for that. But here's the thing. I don't think that fight's nearly as big as a Tyson fight. The Tyson yeah. fight that he had uh, when still he came costs, back. It still cost people $60 to see yeah, that. Yeah, and, and, but that was a much better exhibition. If you just want to even say an exhibition, it was a much better thing than the Holyfield that they have coming out of retirement. You know? Uh, and so there's something to be said for that. Are we going to get this Logan Paul Tyson thing that's been talked about? Uh, is Tyson is uh, me specific? The Tyson thing is getting a little confusing here with wording. And is Tyson, Tyson Fury going to be a part of this? Tyson this still affect- bangs, dude. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Tyson uh, Fury p- proved that in his last fight. He- he's still pound for pound the best fighter at the heavyweight class. Is he still going to be a part of the WWE presentation? Can he balance that? Can he risk an injury by getting in there with WWE and do something coming up September 3rd? If he's not in the ring, he's doing something on that card. He's doing something. I hope so. there. Yeah. Uh, and if I'm WWE, I would uh, I would back the Brinks truck up, up to his place as well. Matt Hardy is still scheduled for AAA Mania this weekend. Uh, with all of the unfortunate, sad news we've been learning about Jeff Hardy, especially even more in the last few hours about his current state of health leading into Double or Nothing, an injury he suffered at Double or Nothing, then the DUI this past weekend, he was still scheduled to perform on tonight. We're on uh, Wednesday the 15th here. On tonight's AEW Dynamite, a triple threat ladder match. That has been changed. And he was still advertised through this weekend's Triple Mania card in Mexico with AAA, a, a promotion that works in tandem with All Elite Wrestling uh, in the Lucha Libre world. The Hardys were supposed to be featured on that show. Obviously, Jeff no longer in a legal position to be able to perform on that show. His brother Matt will keep bring the Hardy name south of the border. Uh, what changes are they making here for the Hardys to be involved in this card, at least for Matt Hardy to be involved in it? According to AAA director Dorian Roldan, he is saying that Hardy is going to compete, so they'll probably find him a suitable tag team partner to uh, to face who uh, they were supposed to. The Hardys were supposed to face uh, Dragon Lee and Drillistico. Uh, I don't know who would be a great person that's not already on the card. Uh, Jose might be able to uh, maybe shed some light on that. Uh, is Andrade? Wouldn't that be interesting? Andrade and Matt Hardy teaming together, but I, I'm assuming probably he's probably already on the card. But yeah, I don't yeah. know who you, who you could pair him up over that down there. If if Andrade's working, uh, that'll be interesting. If you know they can work together, having the history that they've had in AEW, yeah. 
Um, so I don't know if that's going to be uh, if that's going to translate over to triple to triple A. I'll pull up uh, the card but, right now. Yeah, but I mean, you know, there's so many great talents down there. I don't know who would mesh well uh, tagging with Matt Hardy. So we'll see. We'll see what happens this weekend. I'll be. I'll definitely paying attention to it. That is not the card. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> that was so the, the cards uh, are changing, man. We don't have a that, full. We don't have a full Forbidden Door card. We have this paper on Saturday that's changing. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, mean, I pulled money up the, the bank. We don't have anything for that yet, or maybe two, three matches. True. Yeah. Man, what a week! What a week to cover. Uh, what's going on here? Oh, by um, the way, guys, I did want to bring uh, today's highlight of the day. Some good and news. This- this is some good news, all right? Now, we know that uh, that Sasha Banks uh, and Naomi kind of been in the recent heat uh, with everyone, but Sasha Banks actually had eye surgery, which is something really cool, and this is actually something that hits really close to home for me because I spent 20 years working in ophthalmology. Uh, Sasha Banks had today at the Tampa Surgery Center with Dr. Newsom, uh, she had PRK, which is a laser refractive surgery, stands for photo refractive keratectomy so it's basically just like lace can you say that one more time it's very impressive yes it's a photo refractive keratectomy so uh, where are you putting that where are you putting that jeremy jeremy we're ordering seafood what would you like i'd like some i'd like some i'd like some (laughs) techonomy or whatever you said yeah uh oh by the way i i did find the right card uh andrade not on a match right now so so that could be that could be so yeah, so uh, congratulations to Sasha Banks to getting her eyes fixed because she was pretty damn near. Because you can't so. see me. See what John Cena was saying that it, it was literal for Sasha Banks. <laughs> it was literal for Sasha Banks. Yeah. She How much she, does your vision improve with a laser eye surgery? So I uh, again, I worked in this for twenty years. Uh, typically, a LASIK procedure you can see pretty much the same day after a few hours of sleep. Um, if you've had a pretty large correction, you know, let's say you're seeing twenty four hundred. Uh, which you can, that means you can't really see past, you know, about a foot away from your face. Um, about 85, 95% of the times they get 20, 20 where they can see absolutely clear across the room. So uh, it's a very, the surgery has been out for over 30 years now, guys. So the surgery has yeah. been well done and they got new technology, but Sasha Banks decided to go with PRK for the simple reason that she's an athlete and that's a safer procedure compared to LASIK. So, uh, but congratulations to Sasha, man. She yeah, is, like- uh, she, that's awesome way back when I, my mom had it and like she had to make sure she didn't bump her head for a week like yeah the, like yeah that. the rules were a lot that way back lot when more, uh, yeah the, the the rules were a lot more restrictive back then now it's yeah. a little bit more uh, a little bit more lenient when it comes to uh, your post operative care but she's going to be good she's going to be she's going to do great Certainly a big episode. If you're joining us late, don't be afraid to go back and watch that first segment uh, and covering everything that's going on there. Uh, We will continue to cover this unfortunate story with Jeff Hardy. Some more details kind of coming out about that in the last day. We'll have more on that tomorrow. And, of course, at sportskeeda.com. If you haven't done so, go ahead and download the app. It's available on all of your smartphone devices, Apple, Android, and so much more. If you enjoy watching the show as a live stream or in video format, you can get the podcast of our show. It has all of our top stories. It has Vince Russo on Legion of Raw. It has Dutch Mantel on Smack Talk on Friday nights going into the weekend. Plus exclusive interviews we just dropped recently with Tris Stratus, Bret Hart, and many, many more. All right, so go check that out. That's available on uh, Apple, Stitcher, uh, Spotify, all your audio apps. And then on Wednesday nights, we just launched a Twitch channel. This will air uh, after Dynamite tonight. Getting over on Twitch, Jeremy and Jose G 
running a promotion in WWE 2K GM mode. What's the pay-per-view you guys are building up to here? Uh, we just did WrestleMania Backlash last week, so I don't know what the... the obviously, WWE has changed the order of their pay-per-views in real life so much. I don't know what's next, but uh, uh, we got a May, the May pay-per-view, whatever that's going to be. And uh, I was trying to bring back uh, Great Balls of Fire, but it's not even available. <laughs> yeah, we were hoping the Great Balls of Fire arena was in the game, but it's not. Uh, but uh, And uh, yes, Steven, I'm going to probably do what I did with Snoop Dogg and go last minute on Monday, see if I get a cheap up close. If not, I'll just get a, a $20. Like, I can get $20 in the lower bowl right by the stage uh so i'm gonna wait and see and see if i can get a, a cheap up close one so you can see me on tv <laughs> sweet uh but yeah we're uh whatever may pay-per-view we're working towards we have hired some guns some legends what some legends what what, what? Uh, to uh hopefully uh turn the tide against shane mcmahon who has definitely been putting money in dave Meltzer's pockets because the star ratings do not make sense they're getting no, way too many stars on Raw, and we are not getting that star rating on SmackDown. Shane McMahon, Shane McMahon is in Dave's pocket. They so should in 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 uh in the GM mode. They should have like a, a wrestling journalist that's like the bane <laughs> of your existence that like gives stars to all the matches. And his his it should be like Bro, a work. We should just CGI Kevin and put some black glasses with white tape. Just like, no, 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 no. Matches I'll have, only two and a quarter matches. I'll have I'll have terrible. one of the bedazzled. I'll have one. I'll be in a I'll be in a room with a lot of papers around me. Please I'm shipping do out that. copies of my newsletter, and I'll have a bedazzled shirt on. You know, and, and I can uh, maybe I get full head a full head of hair like a salt and pepper hair, and I'll be like Ron Seltzer or something like that. I'll be like I'll be like you like. I'll See, be Travis. Now, I'll be Travis Seltzer. I'll be Travis Seltzer. That's what we that'll be my name. See now, and you notice if you compare, we 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 actually pulled up the the financials, a comparison with the financials and the fans. And SmackDown has a lot more money than Raw, so it is clear that Raw has used that money to pay Dave Meltzer to give better star right. Fake Dave it, Meltzer, running, not real Dave we're Meltzer. Running. We're 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 talking about our, our virtual, show on Twitch, virtual, by the way. The if virtual, you just tuned in, we are not accusing Dave Meltzer of taking. Yeah, yeah. So, so join in the fun after. Uh, we'll go for. Uh, we'll, we'll go for an, about an hour after Dynamite uh, as we progress. We'll do a debrief on Dynamite and then uh, we will get into GM mode. Tell them where they can get your new show, Wrestling Mindset, Jose G. Yeah, guys. So go ahead and give me a follow on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, Wrestling with Mindset. Uh, it's all about positivity, motivation, success. I'm going to be talking to some really big personalities here coming up this week and the next Ooh. few weeks uh, in the wrestling world, in the MMA world, and in the business world. So you guys are definitely want to keep uh, make sure you keep tabs and follow because I'm going to be dropping content every single day. So, again, Wrestling With Mindset, you can just follow me at Jose G Official on Instagram, and you'll have all the links there to get there. We, we had a lot of news today, and, and now I'm getting super chats right as we're trying to sign off, but I'll get to it. Roland Curtis, you're always so supportive, and I'm happy to do this. Appreciate Does you. rate increase historically affect WWE sales? I don't know what exactly rate you're specifically. Uh, I'm wondering rapping. if he's talking about the inflation uh, rate being high. I don't know if that actually affects WWE sales. Um, I know this past Monday that the, the house wasn't very packed from what I remember from one of the reports. Are we talking about live tickets? Are we talking about their TV rating? Are we talking about See, the rate I don't know. they get paid? Like, I don't, I don't know. know what rate, because there's a lot of metrics you're, you're referencing there. That, that's like any metric, you know? 
do the numbers affect his, the, the, the set? What number are we talking? I'm, 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 I want to know what uh, interest rates. Interest okay, rates. so he's talking about interest rates. Thank you, Roland. Thank you, Roland. I don't think uh, so. I don't think so because uh, because it, it's talking about well, it depends on the sales. If you're talking about like live event sales, uh, mm-hmm. you have raw sales. I think that should be okay, but uh, it depends if they're like borrowing money. I don't think they're going to be borrowing money for anything anytime soon. That's where usually no, I, where the interest I think, rates hit. Uh, like I know a lot of people bring up this past raw. Oh, they didn't have a ton of people. Good audience though. If you listen to that crowd, mm-hmm. they were like on board the whole time. So I was a good that. audience. Um, was it a profitable show? Ticket sales? Probably not. But I, I also I don't think they run those shows for the purpose of it being a live. Like that's not the revenue source of it. The revenue source of it is keep markets. We're not going to play the summer market and burn a market out. So we're going to bring our TV show on the road, our TV show that has all this advertising money tied to it. If if WWE could go back to the, yes, the Thunderdome coming to, play. Coming to yeah. me on Monday. Coming to you on Monday. If they could be in like one place for a month and it would sell out every week. Would they do it? Who knows? Uh, I don't. I, I. But interest rates that affects entertainment spending that hasn't really happened yet. You look at the year that specifically. Let's talk about entertainment money. People going somewhere and spending money and buying a ticket to something. Um, concert sales are up 20 percent from where they were last year. People want to get specifically out specifically for the top sales. Uh, and then mm-hmm. you look at a theme parks. All the major theme parks are making money again. Mm-hmm. Are they making the money they lost from being closed for so long? That's unclear. But like. Disney theme parks reported a massive increase on stuff. So let's report. Let's wrap it up. I would like to report a big increase on my live comedy attendance as this Friday and Saturday, this Friday and Saturday, I'm taking over Milwaukee, baby. All right. They have the crusher and now they get Kev. Okay. Uh, Tomorrow night, I'm going to be in Janesville, Wisconsin, doing comedy for a cause at Emmy's bar and grill. Great cause. Uh, A great woman who's in need. I'm, I'm happy to do that show. Friday and Saturday, I'm going to be at the Laughing Tap in Milwaukee with the great Damon Millard, who's, who's been on a Sirius XM. That's to be really, really cool. And then on Sunday night, I'm going to be at the Lakefront Brewery, also in Milwaukee. The link for tickets is right there, pinned at the top of my Twitter. Also, I just appeared on the Turnbuckles podcast with John Ryman, Julia Harrison Harney, former WWE writers. I had a great conversation about some things that you guys have seen me do on this show, and I kind of pull back the proverbial curtain there and show you what's going on behind wrestling Mia stuff that hopefully doesn't get me in trouble with our bosses. So go check that out. That's on the turnbuckles podcast. Well, it was now. nice having Kevin on the top story, but, uh, all right. Well, I uh, thought just let's... the story we had to cover was going to get us in enough trouble today. So <laughs> let's, let's leave it at that. Everybody give a moment of peace for Kevin. Um, what, what, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> no, no, just nothing. About nothing. What? I, let's I get mean, out of here. I, what? <laughs> We're done. We're done. We're done. Do this thing when you watch wrestling. What's that? I'm sorry. You got to enjoy wrestling, ladies and gentlemen. Please enjoy it. Yeah. People power. Do. Do. People power. Pray. Pray. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out. Watch out.